she's the government. Eh? She's the government. This is the eldest son, Joseph. Joseph, you're good? All right. And this is Elisha. Elisha, you want to stand up and say hello? Wave to everyone. Come, Joe, say hello. How's the wave? <laughs> yeah, all right. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm just waiting for, uh, because what we're trying to do is, at home, we're going to try to send uh, the recording to them as well. So uh, I'm just going to wait on, uh, on Pastor to do his gadgets. You know, he's quick with the gadgets, eh? Uh, just a, a tiny bit of history, you know. Um, I've been serving the Lord for, I think, probably more than, more than 20, more than 20 something years, yeah? When I, when I first began to serve the Lord, there was a very strong pull from God, you know, just to sort of like lean more on uh, his guidance. But, but at the time, it was quite tough and uh, a person leaned more towards like the voice of a minister over the spirit of God, yeah? And uh, trusted more in, in men than the spirit of God. And so that happened for a period of like... Uh, of eight years, uh, deep down there was a very strong desire that God had placed in me. But after eight years, I got very frustrated because when the pastor said pay tight, 10%, I paid 20%, yeah? I was, I, want, I wanted this thing badly. And so I really sought for it. And after eight years, uh, I was a failure, yeah? I was a failure with regard to my faith in the Lord. And uh, for two years, I got like not interested, just not interested. Uh, some of us will call it backsliding, yeah? I'm saying not interested. Don't say the pastor was backsliding, eh? <laughs> so yeah, for a period of two years, I was backslidden. And then I got an impression from the Lord uh, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto me, yeah? At that time, I was really into business. I mean, when I say into business, I was trying every single thing. You name the business, I got some idea of it, yeah? And uh, to the extent that when I had, I think it was my 40th birthday or something like that, the wife did a cake for me. But on the cake, she put all the old business cards. The, the cake, you know the cake? It was too small because the business cards were overlapping each other. So a person was trying in life, yeah? And uh, that time, I sort of attributed it to this is the will of God for me. That I must try. I must try to make a plan for myself. I must try to, to earn money. And God will bless me in my efforts when I'm trying. You with me, beloved? So here I am believing God for the good things of the Lord. But still... I'm going out there into the world and I believe that God is with me and God is helping me. At, uh, at the age of 12 years old, I was a working boy. I delivered newspapers from the age of 12 till post-matric, yeah? Uh, matric was done, I was still delivering papers. Uh, at, the age of, at the age of 12, I also started a soccer team, yeah? So I owned the soccer team at 12. I had my boys playing in the league at 12 years old. 12, yeah? I had boys going with me. And uh, so from that time, even with, uh, with the newspaper deliveries, I would employ like youngsters to come and uh, deliver on behalf of me. So I had employees and they were running around from 12 years old. So this thing grew on me, it grew on me. And eventually when I started work, 
uh, I got so involved in business, I became a financial advisor, I think in 2000, 2006, so I got access to the financial industry, how things worked, I sat with a lot of people, business people, etc. And so a person was in the groove where they believe in, hey, I'm in the sector, you know, God is doing things for me, I'm moving, I'm, but the truth of the matter is that I'm making the plan. I'm initiating. I'm initiating, yeah? Not God, I'm initiating. Then afterwards, I need some, I need some, uh, what do you call, I, I need some comfort. So I say, so I say that, you know, God is with me in my ventures. But the truth of the matter is that I was initiating for my own provision. I couldn't believe how God can supply a person's needs without working. Without working, you understand, not working. Not going to work, not going to work and working and saying, oh, bless the Lord, the Lord has provided for me. No. The Lord said to me, I must seek first his kingdom and righteousness. So I tried everything, yeah. I tried lots of things. Uh, I was becoming an estate agent with, uh, with, with, uh, with soccer and stuff like that. I was into soccer on a, on a regular. When I'm driving in Mamsi, I see, ish, they've got some relegated soccer team's names still up here, real rovers. Swallows and all that. So I was into soccer, into soccer very big. And I was almost making it. I was right there at the top. As a matter of fact, I got offered a, a managerial position with a, with a professional club, but it was to throw my one body out. So I refused it. But I tried. I tried. In finance, I tried. I was a financial advisor for many years. I had a financial um, advisory company as well. And uh, I thought, I thought that, hey, this is the place that God's going to bless me. Then you got your pastor that says he's beautiful. Bida, I show you this. The finances, that, the finances, that. So I was into this finance thing. Assuming that it will come from there. The truth is that no man can initiate, no woman can initiate any provision from God. Just give me a word today, please. No person. There's none of us that are here that can initiate in our own capacity, in our own strength, the provision of God. It says, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all things are. So, after trying and trying and trying, in 2011, guess what? Guess what happens? A person says, let's do it. A person says, let's do it. Let's seek first the kingdom of God. Now, I understand. When we married, wife, one kid, there's expenses, yeah? There's houses, yeah? There's bonds, yeah? There's finance contracts, yeah? It's there. It's all there. And in 2011, it was like, you're gonna do this. So, say to the wife, this is the story. We're seeking the Lord. No man, no woman, just myself, took the Bible from morning, morning, when I say morning, I'm talking about six in the morning, till probably 12 at night, Bible, power, let's see God, yeah, Monday, six o'clock till 12 at night, Tuesday, six o'clock till 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No work, left work. One week gone, two weeks gone, three weeks gone, four weeks gone. The bill comes end of the month. Seek first the kingdom of God. We seek. We seek. We seek. We seek. That was in, in 2011, yeah? Never had much spiritual encounters in my life, yeah? After four months, after four months of doing that, after four months of doing that, my body starts to vibrate like you, like you, you know when an airplane starts, you know the first time I smile? Same. So, I don't know what is this. My, my church life, we weren't into that, yeah? So it starts after four months. It continues. Spiritual vibrations, massages. Then the outer body experience starts with, oh my gosh. Nobody to turn to. I tell so-and-so this. They're like, ah, they tell so-and-so that. Nothing, yeah? But I'm out there, I'm flying brrr, all over. We're going through walls, we're up there, we're going through. This is going on. I got nobody from 2011 till 2015. On a Sunday, we eat to the extent where I eat on a Sunday, we relax by the, by the in-laws. As I put my head down, I say, hey, let me go out. Boom, gone. Regular, regular, regular. But there's nobody I can speak to, you understand? Nobody. But the Lord says, I must seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. So these are just by the, you know, they're there, they, they're on the side. So this is going on. We still, listen, out-of-body experiences, visions, you name it, you still got to pay your bills. Out-of-body experience, don't pay the bills. You know that. It doesn't pay for anything. So eventually, this thing got, you know, it got hectic. It got hectic, it got hectic. So we did that for a year and a half. And at that time, you know, the grace of the Lord and the Lord's mercy, I'm a, I'm, I was a little bit of a operator when it comes to money, yeah? I was, I can be a little bit shrewd based on my previous knowledge. So we know how to, you know, put the draw in. You know, when you've got 10 bills, you put them in, you say, I'm paying the first five. They phone, you say, hello, no, you went on the draw this month. Catch me next month. <laughs> and so we learned about debt and how debt works. So some debt, I knew that these folks can't do anything. And some debt was serious. So the serious ones, we gave attention to the point where while a person is seeking the kingdom first and righteousness, guess what this guy was doing? Remember, we're a background in business. So I begin to rake grass. You understand? Rake, rake. You know the raker? Not the cutter. No, not the guy. The raker. The one who rakes. The one who rakes the grass. So I would rake the grass. Previously, I bought a, a machine for one of the soccer boys. So I would rake and take the money and sort out stuff, sort out stuff. In our home, we had no air conditioner, but we had an air conditioner. When you open the fridge, it's cold. You know, when the cold comes out, you must know there's nothing inside. It's air conditioned water. I don't know why, you know, in our area, 
Guys were into pit bulls and stuff like that. So I decided, hey, let me get a pit bull. Wow. Wow. Hey, the pit bull looked like a greyhound. <laughs> looked like a greyhound. Why? What? I should pray for that pit bull. Oh, he'll pray for him. Spigos, it's going to be good, boy. So embarrassing. Yeah? Seeking God, so embarrassing. One time the neighbors were having a bride. Oh, Spigos, no, boy. Come, boy, come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he couldn't resist the smell. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All for seeking and righteousness. Believing all things shall be added. Yeah? 2011. 2012. For a year and a half. A year, one year and a half, yeah? Intensively. Write out the Bible again. Personalize it. From Genesis, start personalizing all the way through to Revela uh, uh, Revelation. At the time, we said, hey, no, Leviticus, we can't personalize you. <laughs> uh, we're not going there. Job, oh, no, 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 no. Job was out of the... There were some we just left out. You know, Ezekiel and Jeremiah, like, oh, no. Isaiah, 66, no, no, we can't do that. So there were several that we did. So we gave ourselves to the Word. Gave ourselves to the Word. Gave us day and night, day and night. Day and night, believing that somehow God is going to do it. So you must understand when we grow up, yeah, we got places of provision. So when I grew up, no dad, just a mom getting a grant every month. So based on all these years, inwardly, inside of you, in your emotion, you're like, hey, I'm a secure of myself. So when you come to God, it's very difficult to figure out how God can do this. Because you just have never encountered a situation where anybody has done anything for you. You're always hustling. You know the one? Hustlers. No, in church we're not hustlers. Hey, how are you, brother? Hey, hustling, brother. No, we can't be hustlers. No. Yeah. So, this is the journey. This is the journey. This is the journey. So, on my, the one time, Sometimes I would go out to some of these meetings. You know when they have these big meetings? Yeah, and they, but every time I went, I knew, hey, this guy's going to call me out. Because, hey, to me, it's no big thing. At home, I'm in the word. I'm not getting excited if someone's calling me out to say, hey, you there, da, da, da. Hey, brother, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in here. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm in, I don't, you know. So this would happen regularly, regularly. Sir, I see finance over you. I see wealth over you. See wealth over me. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. If you only knew. <laughs> judgment orders. You know judgments. You know what's a judgment? A judgment is when somebody they drop the hammer and say, "Go and take his house." All the time, the wife never knew. Not one. Only when they came to the door. Wee. When they knock on the door. Then she finds out that the husband has not paid bills for. Yeah? I had one dangerous time. You know when they cut the lights? So in business, I had these old checkbooks. I knew municipality, yo. I worked in retail. Da -da -da. I would write a check. But there's, that check account don't exist. <laughs> you understand? I know how many days? One week. Ah, gah, 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 gah. So I kept on doing that by municipality. Give a check. Ah, making a plan, yeah? So the one time I go back to the municipality, I write the check, I see, 
No checks accepted. Oh. <laughs> so we try, we try. But the Lord sees the heart of the individual, yeah? It's tough, beloved. No financial struggle, hey. It's easy, but it's tough. To expect God to do something and you don't know how. You don't know how this thing is going to happen. But you know it's going to happen. And so this is the journey. This is the journey. And then I met my brother. Ah, him and I. Eh, of the Cape Town. Like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm carrying on in my life. Me and Mikey were a little bit, were a little bit better. But now, ish, Mikey, sorry, Baba. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit better. So the one day he sends like, uh, he sends these things. Gara, 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 gara. And uh, he speaks things that the Lord had spoken to me. And that other sort of like ministers that prophesied it, well, etc. So he says the same thing. So I'll show you the, the others that whatever, you know. And at that time, hey, a person needed help, yeah? A person needed somebody outside of the family to believe that this thing is, is real. But your pastor... Vida, it's here now. It's here. It's here, Vida. I'm like, hey, Brazo, I'm in this thing. He said, no, it's here. Carry it. Carry it. The wealth is here. It's here. Oh, chastising me. <laughs> chastising me. I'm like, hey, hey, Baba. Chastising me on me. The time is now. The time is now. So, what happened was that after the while I went back to start working again, I started work believing now that after my break, my one and a half years, I've died to self. I've died to finance. Now I can resurrect the, the business. So now we resurrect the business and we believe in that this thing is coming through this vehicle of the business. I know I'm not alone in this thinking, eh? I'm not alone in this thinking. Side network marketing, like you cannot believe. You know network marketing? Oh, tried network marketing. You don't want to know how many businesses I've had. In our area, it's similar like um, to here. So I counted the amount of families. I drove around, I counted the amount of families. We pretty much know everybody. I said, wow, I've got a good idea. This must be from the Lord. Um, let's distribute. Let's distribute, you understand, door by door, bread. Let's distribute door by door bread. I'll make maybe about two rand per person profit, but I'm bringing it to your door. If I'm counting in my area, I'm sure I can get about 500 people. We started it. Companies called Bare Necessities. We deliver your bread to your door. All you want is like maybe just two rand profit. 500 people is a thousand a day, yeah? It's 30,000 rand a month. Hey, for four hours a day, good business? Oh, we added in milk, bring it up to four and five rand. This rounding of five rand profit a day, five times, five times 500 people a day is two five. A day, clean, times 30, we're rolling, 90,000 rand, somewhere along there, 75, somewhere along there. We're rolling, right? Good business. You'd believe if I told you it's in spite of the Lord. Would you believe in spite of the Lord? It's providing 75, four hours a day. I can be four hours working. I can be still my 10 hours in the Lord. Beautiful business, yeah? You see? So these things a person kept on trying. 
but they were trying because of the word that the Lord gave plus the word of prophecy. So what I was doing is taking my human, my human efforts, beloved, human efforts, and accompanying it with what? The word of God. That is called total failure. No person can advance like that in the Lord. It's impossible. You see some things, as a preacher, Vida will tell you that I didn't want to be a pastor. I'm not pastor material. The wife will, will tell you as well. Never ever pastor material. I'm not a person to... Uh... My memory as well in the past was not very good. I couldn't like remember stuff. I could read the Bible now and then the memory is like, what I read? You know the chapter I read? It's like I never read this thing. It's somewhere, I think it's in the cloud. It's there. Read one whole book, I don't know what I read. You understand? The whole book I read, I don't know what I read. Read the whole Bible, and I still can't quote one scripture. I'm still struggling, I'm serious. A real problem. So I'm like, hey, I can't embarrass myself in front of people. So I did not want to be a pastor. It's the last thing I ever wanted in life. Oh, we want to be big business people. Oh, you know the story. Everybody wants to be a businessman. Tender, tropenia, this tropenia, whatever you name. We all wanted that, yeah, at one time. But I did not want to be a pastor. Not a pastor. What I did not realize was the, the door for our destiny was in being a pastor. But not what I wanted. I'm saying that. There's a reason why I'm saying all of this stuff, yeah? Because you're similar. You're similar. I'm not saying it just to give a CV. I'm not saying it to, this is my history. Yes, it is. But in the history, I'm talking to, yeah, I'm talking to some folks here, yeah? We got the same words. The word you have, the word of promise, you have for your life is the word of promise that fullness of Jesus' ministries has for. There's no difference. So, a person has come and pastor has asked for, I was thinking, I'm like, hey, you know, pastor, you know, he's always preaching me about us. He's never once asked me to preach. I can, hey, yeah, 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 he's got that emotion out. This was about two, three months back. Kill it, sorted it emotion, because it's a wrong emotion. It's a wrong emotion, it's a wrong motive to have. And so I sorted it out. So when we came up, I'm like, hey, I can't wait to hear my brother. I can't wait to hear my brother. I can't wait, because, hey, this guy, when he stands here, I know him. It's nice. Release the word, beautiful, yeah? When it comes to Durban and the, the words that is released over our lives as a church, it is the most important thing that we have in our lives. There's nothing more important than the word of the Lord that's released by, uh, via the man of God. Nothing, nothing. But he put them all together, one recording, play them, whole night, whole night. Whole night, seven hours, seven hours, beloved. Seven hours. 
Seven hours of recordings, non-stop, play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. It is the most important thing a person has in life. If you want to know what's wealth, if you want to know what's wealth, wealth is when the man of God opens his mouth and releases what God is saying. That is wealth, yeah. You see money, money is a side effect. Money is just, ah, money is, ah, money is just. But wealth is, wealth is God's voice. It's there, it's high there. It's, it's high on the list. If you had a choice, if you had a choice out of the Bible, yeah, the written word, app, or the word spoken by a man of God, what would you take? Ah, now you're going to say, I know what you're going to say, but in your heart you're going to be like, mm. <laughs> if you had a choice, the Bible or God speaking through a man, what would you take? And that one's soft, I know you guys, yours are DBs, yours decibels are high. <laughs> when you go, God speaking through a man. Which one would you take? You see the Bible. Abraham lived without a Bible, yeah? Successful. Isaac. Jacob. All wealthy. Without a Bible. Relationship with God. Experiences with God. Without a Bible. So the primary or the first thing that's needed is the word of God. Whether it comes via a person, via a vision, via a dream, it is the primary thing. Life, life must be climatized around something. You know that we all have certain energies here we give ourselves to. Some of us, maybe not here, but some people somewhere, their energy has to be focused on something. Some it might be some popular series, some show, but we've got to give our energy somewhere. We gotta put it somewhere, yeah? It must go somewhere. When you have God's voice, you can't manipulate yourself. You understand, spirit, soul, body, you can't fool yourself. You can't say this and inside you're saying something else. No. You're confusing your makeup because you're saying this, but in in it's like, oh. <laughs> this person. Who's this person? So inwardly and externally, they must, as your pastor would say, synchronize. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> I'm just teasing him, man. <laughs> I'm just stop. So they must to understand, beloved. And um, from the time we accepted that, listen, we got to be pastors. From the time we said yes, once we said yes, Life changed. Life changed. I'm saying that for you as well, because there are certain things that you need to do. Your life will never change until you back holy, committed to something. If you are 50-50, 60-40, 90-10, there's no change. There's no change, yeah? There's no, you can, uh, listen, beloved, there's no such a thing as trying. Pastor, I'm trying. There's no trying. With God, there's no trying. 
There's absolutely no time. There must be zero effort of any human. We can say this because the words your pastor, can you recall when I, when I first came, when I first came up, I had, I was doing my same stories, I was in my word. So the place where I was, you know the couch, you know these couches, it sank in because I sat on it every day. So when I went, I was like deep in with my Bible like that. It sank because I sat on it every day. <clears throat> and I was there and I got an impression. Go to Pastor Enoch. Hey, he's Deben, 600 kilometers. Now remember, I'm still cutting grass, eh? or rather raking grass. I can prove I was a raker. There's no person, I can never, hey, bring any raker, you can't beat me. <laughs> never, it's impossible. Oh, a whole school with like one, two, three, four, five buildings, and uh, what do you call this? Soccer field and banks, all that. No, one day I'm there. I rake like this, yeah, I stand in, in the middle, rake here. <laughs> one bundle, you see one bundle. I don't rake, let me say, oh, rake, rake. Then the rake is bending like that. No, I'm like, say, ka, 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 ka. Next one, ka, 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 ka. Raking. That was the bond money, 6,000 rand for the school. Hey. You see? One time, someone's yoda was raking. They said, who's that? Is that Lawrence? What is he doing raking now? Because in, in the community, I had a certain, like, you, under, you know how it goes. But for the word of God, we are. So life changed when we said yes. The moment we said, and your pastor was on our back too. Vida, you got to do this. You are pastor, brah. I'm like, hey. A pastor, out of all things. Maybe an evangelist or something. A teacher, maybe, ah, can still. But we said yes. What started happening, the moment we said yes, our spirit of wisdom and revelation came. No flip files when you're teaching now. Uh, point one. Point two. No writing. We do it like the Lord, just go when you get there. When you get there, you'll know what to say, so we go. Go to a funeral, hey, what do I say? Just go. Go to a wedding, just go. And this is the life that the Lord has taught. When a person says, yes. The wife, we had a tiny little house. Your pastor comes to say, this place is too small for you. This place is too small for you. Enlarge your borders, Deborah. Oh, Deborah. I see schools. I see schools. Hey, we got no resemblance, no resemblance of a, no resemblance of a school. The exterior is not even painted properly. There are four kids. Yeah, you understand. Four kids. There are four kids. I see a school. I see a school. I see this. I see that. The Lord is bringing. Hey, oh, Baba. I'm like, hey, yeah, 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 we got goals. Whoa, lo, 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 lo. The Monday comes, the sheriff is there with the papers. 
I see a school. I see a school. Oy, 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 oy. We go, we listen. So we enter this world of so-called possibilities. One, we live in here on earth. Hey, they come in. One time there was this business idea. Ish. This guy said he's going to pay me cash. I must take the car on, on credit. Can you be so stupid in life to do it? That's me. Yeah? I end up taking the car back from the guy in arrears. The guy, the guy calls, you know, is the level of honesty we have. No, I'm not. Oh, sir, you know, you, I can come and block your food. I'm like, oh, did I say that? Maybe, uh, you with me? So that thing became an obstacle, 750,000 rand. When I'm still busy with finding my way with other staff, that guy would come like diligently. Hello, sir, how are you? Yes, you're good. Tell me, man, what are my options here? No, I'm not signing. What are my options? He's coming. The other chair is coming on the other side. Good, 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 good. So we've come for the positions here. Um, if you want chair, we have got the locksmith and taken the stuff out. Or come inside, sir. Come inside. Can I get you anything to drink? We even made a song like that. Hello. The children comes in. What's the story, man? He says, "Hey, this is my story." I'm seeking the Lord. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me my options to avoid it. I say, thank you, sir. He doesn't take anything. Now the judgment comes. Your house is going to go on auction shortly. Ah. So when I bought the house, I bought it with a friend of mine and I paid him out. But I never removed his name from Ophir. He's getting married. And they buy a house. So this house is in debt. And they buy a house. So he can't get credit for this new house for his wedding. You know, newly married, new house, you know the story. Because of a person's decisions, yeah? So this is the, the scope. When we do what still, we believe in God. Amidst all of that, we still believe that God is going to provide. Well, we're on the brink of everything going. When I say going, going. What are we holding on to? We're only holding on to the thing that God has spoken. So it came to a particular month, yeah? And I heard God say, stop prospecting. So my job, you prospect. I phoned you. Hi, how are you? Oh, yes, well, oh, great. I'm calling from, yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. So we said meetings like that. And so I was trying to work in the professional market because there's more commission and stuff like that. So we don't get a basic salary. So in the month, the Lord says, stop prospecting. Stop doing your business. I started the business and I brought in a partner. I started the business and I brought in a partner. Guess what we do? We stop. Don't go. For one month. That month was do or die. Do or die. The wife is as happy as can be. Ooh, woman. Ah. As happy. She's not nagging me. What was nothing? Clean. She can see. He is giving it a go. And she got a better background in church than me. So she's happy that the Lord got me. Yeah? She's excited about this whole thing. 
and he got, he got a person there. If that month I did not obey that voice that came to me, one moment, one opportunity, if I did not obey that voice to stop doing my job for that month, I don't know where we'd have been. I don't know where we'd have been. With the prophecies, with everything, with everything the Lord has done, visions, out-of-body experiences, spiritual encounters, the works. You see, beloved, a revelation, to have a revelation of something, it does not mean that you're going to get it. It doesn't mean you're going to get it. If you have a revelation of something, it does not mean that you're going to get it. If you have a vision, countless visions, it does not mean that that thing is going to come to pass. If the Lord even takes all of us right now to heaven, we come back to earth, there's no guarantee that what he has shown us, we're going to walk into it. There are no guarantees whatsoever. No matter what's revealed, because revelation is only there to build you up. It's to build you, to make you strong. Imagine a boxer. He's made strong. Time to go in the ring. He's like, no, look at me. I've got muscles. I don't need to fight. No. You must still go in the ring. You must still contest. And you must still use, use the revelation to fight. You see? And so, the Lord began teaching these things. And uh, your pastor, very instrumental. I mean, there are a lot, a lot of words that he has spoken over our lives that have come to pass. Like, like have come to pass, yeah? Come to pass. It's like it was said, it's fulfilled. Another one is said, it's fulfilled. Another one is said, it's fulfilled. Another one is said, it's fulfilled. There are several of them. Most of them is with the government. Most of them with the government. Most, most, most. So when the wife started out, when we met Pastor, you know, how many kids you had? You had about 10. She had about 10 kids. And post, before this, uh, before this COVID situation, how many, how many kids you had? We had, yeah, we had 78, but rapidly growing. We'd have been on probably two, three hundred by now. Two, three hundred, easy, easy, easy. So what we do, we convert the house now. We do the extensions, we do everything now. For what? For the word of God. The house is huge. But I'm sleeping on the side of the bed like this. It's huge. It's massive. But when I'm sleeping, I'm like this. When I look to go somewhere, I, I can't find a place to go because... Downstairs is kids and kids. Seven o'clock in the morning, you hear them till five o'clock. So the life has changed because of what? The word of God. We're only doing it because God spoke. There's no other reason. It's not an inconvenience. It's a pleasure. In the crash that the wife has, that your pastor prophesied about. The school, sorry. No more crash now. It's a school, eh? Because you're a school now. You've got your, your things going on there. And your pastor says, don't worry, your husband, he'll do curriculums and all that. Uh, your husband will do. So what we do, we apply the word. We take the boy out of, out of school. We homeschool him. And that's our way. Other people think like, hey, you're going crazy. Yes, we were going crazy at that time. That time we were going crazy. The Lord came through. 
The Lord fulfilled his word. Fulfilled it, like fulfilled it. Fulfilled it, bah, full. Uh, before we were on the couch sinking with the Bible. Ah, uh, now we still with the Bible, but we're not sinking. We're not sinking, now we're like, hmm. We're not sinking with the Bible, yeah? This is what the Lord has spoken, beloved. Your pastor. Your pastor is a gem. Now the tears wanna come, but I'm like, hey, no bad emotions. It's a gem. You know it's a gem. Ah, you can't fight. In the whole of Christianity, in the whole of Christianity, you know who's my best uh, minister? In the whole, you can go to Disneyland, America, go to Papa Actions in Africa. You can go in the whole world. In the whole world, there's no person I value more than your pastor. I'm saying that for a reason, eh? For a reason. Value every word he speaks. Every single word. Even when he's prophesying with his shorts sitting there. And he says, kneel Fida, kneel before the Lord. Oh, Baba. Oh, Baba. I'm kneeling before my brother. With, and he's sitting down. You know, he puts his cap backward. Sit down. Ho. Brrr. I'm kneeling. Brrr. Ay, ay, ay. Kneel down, Fida. Friend and all, best buddies. But when it comes to the things of God, there's no such a thing as that. There's no such a thing. It doesn't exist. I'm like, hey, my man's in town. I'm ready. Give some whips sometimes. Bola. Bola. Vida, you need to do this and this and that. I'm like, oh. Vida, you need to do that. But a gem. You can, listen. Our hunger for the Lord. We, we go to sites with books and we read them all. You name it, whoever's out there, we find it we, and we read it. And it's like, nah. Once I get that message, I see, hey, read more. Ah, uh-uh, I know, like, hey, the WhatsApp came, read more. Wow, wow, we in. We got a new, we got something new from the Lord. And every word that he has given, a person vests 100% in it. And the revelation of God flows beautifully to the point where we can teach and lay out with certainty how to get into the promised land and how to inherit something that was spoken by God. How to materialize. Materialize, which means it's material, it's evidence. It was there, spoken, but now it's manifested to something physical. Yeah? All because we invested in what was spoken. There's no need. Listen, for me, I love the Bible. But I'm not just going to read the Bible. No. No, I'm not going to just out of nowhere. Oh, what must I do? Oh, Bible. No, I don't touch the Bible. I can leave the Bible for six months. Leave the Bible for six months. And I'm good. Good, solid. Then we can be in the Bible day and night. Day and night. Why is it? Because we follow in what is spoken. The words that your pastor has spoken to me, 
my gosh, there are some beautiful teachings that even myself too, when I, when I read it, the person that's crying, I'm like, hey, who's this guy here? I don't know where it comes from. But it's the spirit of wisdom, as Mike mentioned when he was praying, working and revealing stuff. So this morning, what we'll do is, I'm going to lay out, yeah, detail, but quickly, detail. I know you guys are five o'clock. Ah, you got, you got no problem, man. <laughs> you guys will have me for lunch, dessert, everything. So I lay out how you get into, how you get there. From the time the word is spoken to the time it's fulfilled. And you will see signs to know that, ish. I'm at point B, I'm at point C, I'm at D. I'm just before the entry into what God has spoken. I've realized this, that as a pastor, the one time I was getting very upset with my congregants, yeah? You don't get angry with them. Mm. Because you invest so much that you want to actually do it for people and you want to help people. You want to push people forward. Then, I the Lord chastised me. Now, what came to me was, hey, listen, Baba, these are sheep. Sheep, you understand? Sheep. Sheep are dependent on the shepherd. You got the rod. Use the rod if you need to use the rod. Yeah? But don't get, don't get angry with the sheep if the one moves out a little bit. As long as their ears don't start pointing. Once they change to foxes, then we leave you. Fox, <laughs> go into a hole. We leave you. Go run into a hole somewhere. But as long as the ears are down, ah, we go for you. Bring you in nicely. And I learned that. But a shepherd, you know, is one that can feed the sheep. Help the sheep. You've got to understand that the Bible says, as you are here now, you are a sheep. Have you ever seen a sheep initiate anything in its life? The sheep knows how to do one thing, is follow, yeah? Experts. The key, the key to inherit something from God is exactly that, is to follow. Is to follow. Is to believe. Is to trust. When you came to church today, maybe you came with some type of transportation, yeah? When you jumped in that vehicle, were you thinking about the engine? Good. No, you never look at the tires. You don't know when it's been serviced. But you know that this vehicle is bringing you wherever you're going. How come? Because you trust. You believe. There's no doubt. Are you doubting as you come in here? Mike's BMW, ish, Mike is going to break down now. You got total call. If it does break down, you're shocked like, huh? <laughs> when it comes to the word of God. The, the, one of the key ingredients is to trust, is to believe. You take that away, you lost. You lost. You see, Paul says in Galatians, what's it, 5 there? You must for, forgive me because I don't like memorize scripture. I don't like make it my priority. I'm a, 25, 22, no, it was 23. Then I'm upset. If, no, 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 that's his... So Paul says, 
Against such there is no law, you understand. He says against such there is no law, which means that whatever laws exist in life, against certain things, nothing can stand against it. So when I see that, I must believe this guy's revelation, I believe you. Which means then, that if I implement what this guy is talking about, what Paul is talking about, then there is no law, there is nothing that can stand against the will of God. You with me, beloved? He calls it the fruit of the Spirit. We call it the order of life. Because life has an order to it. There are certain things uh, in life, there are certain stages, rather, in life, where a person must position themselves to do certain things. In stage one, or phase one, you do X. Stage two, you can't do X. You're in stage two, you can't do X. You've got to do something differently. So Paul calls it the fruit of the Spirit, yeah? We call it the order of life. When you look at the nation of Israel, when you look at the nation of Israel, from the point of when they're in bondage, in Egyptian bondage, to the time that they get into the promised land, there's an order there. There's an order. There's things that they do, and it works for them. It works, it works, it works for them. When they're in bondage, when they're in bondage, there's one thing that they must do. They cannot study the Bible. When you're in bondage, what are you studying the Bible for? You praise Him, you're in bondage. Oh. You worship Him. When you're in bondage, the order of life, there's one way you get out of bondage. And that is to, to cry. You cry. You cry. If a person has a sin problem, the only way to deal with sin is to lift it up. By crying. You lift it up. You see, you lift it up. You don't hide sin. You don't cover sin. You don't say, my childhood. You don't say, my this. You don't, you don't put blame. You cry. You cry by reason of your, your bondage. It's like a shriek. You know, you cry. When a person cries, when a person cries, guess what happens? The fear of the Lord is mobilized. No principality, yeah? No power. No witch on a broom. No flying, whatever. No spiritual wolves, dragons, nothing. can come against Christ. It's just a cry. You cry by reason of your bondage. The Israelites, the only thing they did was they cried. They cried and they came out with, with silver and gold. They cried. Listen, silver and gold is not the promised land. No. Because you got silver and you got gold, the no, the promise has not come. You're getting silver and gold to build your life. Because silver and gold is used for the tabernacle, yeah? The tabernacle is there for your body, for your soul, 
for your spirit. So, Egypt serves a purpose to give you some offerings, not for the pastor's benefit, for you to build yourself. The gold and the silver, yeah, it was for them to build certain areas of their life. Without the gold and the silver, you see, here's the thing, that God's investment is, is you and I. It's his greatest investment, yeah? Is you and I. So, there is no way this construction of the tabernacle is greater than the body of a human being. It's impossible. The human being is more valuable than the construction of the tabernacle. But the human being needs to construct their own tabernacle. And so there you got the pattern of the tabernacle for who? For your spirit, for your soul, for your body. Your offerings are used for you. When you bring an offering, you offer something, you lift it up, you wave it, you wave it, you wave it. It activates something. You get a builder. You get Bezalel. You get Elohim. They come and they carve you. <laughs> hey, this one, his stomach's not like, hey, yeah. Shape you. You can read the Bible every day. You know, shape it. When the person takes ah, pastor. Now, you don't come with this money creased up and crinkled, yeah? Crinkled. No, iron that thing out, you know, make sure. Shut up. No creases. Ladies mustn't be like, no, present it nicely. Shut up, pastor. Be specific. We learned this the hard way. Because when we started as pastors, when I started as a pastor, I said, no, we won't collect money from the people. We're not going down this road yet. We're not, and we never collect. Pep church, we're not collecting. Until the Lord pulled out the, remember now, when the Lord speaks, we move. Hey, after the Lord spoke, hey, people, bring your money quickly. <laughs> because we're following what the Lord says, yeah? We had no voice. So all, that, all that's left now, I'm, I'm going to be judged on my conscience. So now my conscience is like, hey, don't collect. It's not God. It's my own conscience. Don't collect. But then when God says collect, I'm like, hey, go. listen, I am not two-sided. You know, I'm not unbalanced. But God spoke. So we've learned now that the silver and the gold, the gold is not for the golden calf, for our pleasures. There's no need for pleasures, beloved. You were in bondage. What pleasures do we want to have? You in bondage, you cried. Ah! You had no gold, you had no silver. Then the Lord gave you some gold, gave you some silver. Come out. Let's journey together. What do we think the silver and the gold is for? The silver and the gold comes to your life. It builds your life. It builds your life. It structures your life. It allows the spirit of wisdom to work with you. It ashes in those beautiful dreams that have an end product to it. <clears throat> you know when you have a dream, it must have an end product. If the dream don't have an end product, baby, it's just there to 
fix something. It's fine. We can take those. So the first part of our lives, if a person, if a person is in some type of bondage, yeah? if they're in some type of bondage, if they're in some type of like bondage, what do you do? You, you cry. Oh, brother, I'll bless it. Eh? I'll bless it just now. I'll bless it afterwards. You cry. Listen, sin is sin. Sometimes we're in church, but we know like, hey, me, I'm a little bit of a, I'm a sinner. You hide your sin, you go nowhere. Nowhere you go when you hide your sin. You lift it up. You lift up. Jesus was lifted up. Lifted is, is, is up there. Sin is not a hidden thing. Now, what happens with us is that for some reason, I'm embarrassed about my sins. You're embarrassed about your sins? Listen, the majority of the world is sinning. Even the sinners that are, that are professional sinners, they're not embarrassed. In church, I'm embarrassed. Last, I think it was last week or two, I said to the congregation, listen, I want to apologize for you. I've done you guys wrong. That I don't pray often enough for you because what I do, I teach long and I'm like, hey, I worked here. The Lord bless you, Lord keep you, Lord strengthen you, go in peace. See you, da, 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 da. And I'm realizing like, hey, I've got a rule here that I'm releasing the word and I'm leaving the sheep to find their way. Well, I remember your pastor saying, Vida, Vida, you need to pray for the people, Vida. You need to pray for the people. Come, pray now, pray now. So, what is that? That is sin. Is it sin? No, pastor, it's not really sin. Just, uh, you know, an oversight. No, it's sin. It's wrong. So I must lift it up. So I say, I was wrong in what I was doing. Da, 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 da. Rectify it. Now we start again. Let's bless the people. 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 You see that? It was sin. So, there's no person that can move from Egypt to Canaan with sin. Is it possible? You can't get in. You can't. Listen, sin is sin. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. That is why there's the, the Passover, the Lamb. Because of sin. If there was no sin, what's the need? Why do it? Yeah? So you cry. When you cry, you get out of, you're out. Now what do you do? You're out of Egypt. You get it? You get to a place of the wilderness. So the wilderness now, I understand, beloved, the wilderness got its own set of rules. Cry in the wilderness and see. Oh, I need the promise. Carry on crying. We'll meet 2030. You still cry. Crying is for Egypt. You cry for Egypt. You see, in, 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 in the structure, the construction of the tabernacle, you got something called the door there, the gate rather, because the door we can put somewhere else. You got the entry point, and you got the brazen altar. The brazen altar is there to sort your hearts out. The heart is there to sort the heart out. 
Do Christians sometimes have wicked hearts? Do they display wicked hearts? Some do, some don't. So we... But inside, a person knows when the heart is wicked. You got your heart and you got your mind. You, can, you know the difference. The mind goes a little bit more higher. Yeah? The heart is a little bit more inside. Oh, my heart was so... Because of what's so... No, listen. Your heart must be thrown into the... Fire. Fire must fall and sort the heart out. Purify it. Seven times. It's purified through knowledge. It's purified through might, counsel, understanding, wisdom. And it's purified through the presence of God eventually. Eventually, the presence of God comes. Boom, you don't know what happened. Hey, I'm good. I'm sorted out. Do you know that? A person's heart... It'll be very difficult for a person's heart to be sorted out without the offerings as stipulated in Leviticus. You buy truth, beloved. You buy it. This. So when you, if you do an offering, I must ask you, what is this for? I said, no, 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 keep your... This is first fruits, pastor. Hey, you... First fruits is for Canaan. We're not growing first fruits in the wilderness. You, first fruits is for Canaan. Listen, you say, how oh, you know this? Well, the Lord impressed to write out Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. So we're writing this thing out. I'm like, where is first fruits in the wilderness? It's Passover and unleavened bread. Passover and unleavened bread. First fruits is for when you're in Canaan. The feasts, the balance of the feast, besides Passover and unleavened bread, it's Canaan. The Sabbath is for Canaan. There is a Sabbath to experience, but it's the one like how Abraham experienced it. The patriarchs, they experienced. But the one that's there is for, so when you're in the promised land, then you will. But other than that, name your offerings the right way. Because you buy it in a way. Bible says you buy truth. So this is for. This is for. Do the soft. Pass this for. <laughs> if it's so sensitive, write it out. You must come with your paper. Write it out. And don't write it out small. Write it out bold. Pastor, this is for. Read. Make sure it's not see through paper. Yeah? But you must have some way. You buy. So the brazen altars there is for the heart. Is the entire is for the heart. So what it does, now the heart is right. So when the heart is right, you're still not ready to enter Canaan. Oh, Pastor, I gave all these offerings for the heart. Hey, you had so much problems. Yeah? Who had the problems? If you got it's your story. How oh, you make it out? We're here to help you. I know I've got a problem with my heart. I know I'm struggling. How do you, how do you get help from God? That somebody will come, as you, as you guys know, the angel will come and say, hey, listen, do the following and that's fixed. Yeah? How do you activate the angel? How do you activate the angel? How do you activate him? Rebon Tiredepande Yanshaya Mondaya. Now Mike prays well, eh? We love Mike's praise. Mike is Mike is your man. Mike is your man. 
Ah, for prayer. For our uh, ordination there. Oh, Mike takes it. Mm, if you if you uh, if you're over 60, then you can remain seated, but the rest let's dance. We usher in the long dong dong dong. Mike is your man, eh? It, so you need that, but you gotta put plus. There's a plus that must go on there. You can't be shandon dia brolin dia brolin. You can't be. I activate. I activate. I activate. Yep. I activate. I must be like. Ugh. I activate. Not I. I act. Now you. I activate. No, come with bonus, pastor. I activate this pastor. I need you to help me. I pastor. I need you to help me. I got a problem. You know that ish. Blah 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 blah. I need your help, Pastor. Bah! That's it. That's it. Now we're in business. You see that it's order. It's order. It's order. It's order. The gold and the silver is not for water, 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 water. When the Lord called us, we never bought clothes, yeah? Say, don't buy no clothes. No clothes. I had one jean. Yo. And a pair of parabellums I got from a guy that worked in municipality. <laughs> big man, I'm telling you, big man. Daddy, late 30s, Jerry. Parabellums, no parabellums. The one the security use. I love it, it shines nice. I wore parabellums to work. I wore parabellums to funerals. I wore parabellums to weddings. Everywhere I went, parabellums. And there's one jeans, a hemisphere jeans. Yo, I didn't want a brand name. Hemisphere. That thing got washed so much. It got washed so much. Yes, us. There's no color left in that thing. It's like nothing, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We went to America, yeah. Oh Lord, we knew we had to be in America. If you ever saw two puzzlers in New York City, <laughs> puzzlers. Yes, no, 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 no. But for the hey, hey, we had no money. For one month, we had no money. Pray, sleep, pray, sleep, pray. Sleep. Oh, we're going out to get some uh, prawns and this. We're like, hey. <laughs> they go for prawns. Your pastor go for big slash. <laughs> so I'm saying that to show that this thing is not easy, but it becomes we. It becomes easier when you've got one appointed over your life. For you. It should not be as hard as it was for the pastor, for the pastors. It should be easier. He can guide you into this thing quickly. But there's some, there's something that needs to be fixed, yeah? So the first part, your heart, when your heart is sorted out, when the heart is good, you know when the heart is good? In the tabernacle, you've got something called the lava. You know the lava? Got water in it there. The water is to do what? To wash the hands and the feet. So it's clean hands and clean feet. Then you've got the, the door of the tabernacle of congregation. 
and you go in and you got your candlestick and you got your table of showbread and the incense. Yeah? Which means that that, that, uh, that door, that door is the entry point into Canaan. That door is the entry point into Canaan. You see, it's in the holy place, the holy place is, is like there to, uh, to govern like Canaan and eventually to extend outside of Canaan because that was the, the goal of the Lord. So the other nations might come to know the Lord. So you get into Canaan, not for Canaan, even when you're in Canaan. You're in Canaan, not for Canaan. You're in Canaan to influence the rest of, yeah, to influence nations. There was Solomon. You see, Solomon, Solomon moved in that way. No wars, no troubles, no strife. For now, we got wars here. Where we are, we got wars. We got the Edomites, we got the Moabites, we got Og, we got Sihon. We got all these people that we must contend with to get into the promised land, yeah? So, the next phase of your life is got to do with a cleansing, yeah? A cleansing, a washing of the hands and the feet. Now, you know the Bible. When the Bible talks about hands and feet, it's not literally talking about hands and feet. So, if we put a bucket of water outside for church, we say, now we're washing our, you come, you take off your shoes, you wash your, your feet there, you wash your hands, towel. No, it doesn't mean you cleansed. The hands and the feet represent something. You would find that in order for Israel to get across the Jordan, what's going to happen? The priest is going to put his feet in where? In the water. And his hands are going to be where? On the ark there. You got it. So, it then means that clean hands, washed hands, and washed feet Washed hands and washed feet help you cross this transition point. But if the hands is not clean and the feet are not washed, you know what's going to happen? You're going to go to the Jordan River and you're going to do what? Oh, you Jordan River. Ah, Jordan River, Jordan River, Jordan River. Oh, this day, Jordan River. You're going to do that. The Jordan River is going to look at you. Who are you? I can hear this noise going, 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 going. Who are you? But you like, hey, I know, church, I must pray. You start dancing. The Jordan River will not respect you because the hands and the feet are not clean. I said to your pastor that I learned this the hard way. It, some of our of the revelations we get, it's like new. You can't find it. So, the hands and the feet, and it comes from a, uh, a prophetic word that you gave. The hands and the, and the feet, they represent the stain of sin, not sin. Not sin, not sin, eh? not sin. Sin is sin. I'm talking about the stain. The stain. You know the stain? The stain that sin leaves on you. The stain. You know what's the stain of sin? The one's an example. I'll use myself. So I'm about to become a pastor. <clears throat> but in my upbringing, in my upbringing, I became a very like a defensive person, which means I'll defend you as Pastor Enoch said. If you my buddy, Whoa, oh my gosh, I'm there for you, yeah? 
I'll defend you. I'll fight for you with everything that I've got because you're my buddy. So this thing developed when I was much, much younger. And growing up, I saw certain things. Yeah? I saw certain things happen. And it put something on me. So how I defend you? I'm willing to go full, yeah? Like full. Even if it means you and I say, okay, buddy, there's no way we're going to sort this out. Let's go. We'll fight. After we fight, I'm like, cool, okay, no, 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 yeah. Serious. So before we were ordained as pastors, guess what happens? I'm with the boy. Boy's playing his golf. Indoor. And this one guy comes in. Now, the guys that work there become buddies. The one guy comes in and he's arresting. He's arresting these guys. That, and these guys are afraid of him. Big size. I'm like, sir, please, man. He says, okay. Eventually, he says, hey, old man, get inside before I break your neck. Listen, this is like a few months before the ordination. So, this is after day and night meditation, after everything. I'm like, oh, old man. <laughs> now I never have this. This I'm just growing now. I never have this. I was clean. Old man, you will break my neck. He says, yes, let me just finish this chicken. He never paid for the chicken in the same place. That's why there's a whole argument there. Guess what this guy does? The stain, the stain of sin. I grab it out of the chicken. As he's chewing, I grab it like that and I pull the stick. I pull the drumstick out. Chicken out of black man's mouth. Whoa. Now, hey, I put it. So as I put it down and I lift my head up, he comes forceful, hits me. Listen, this is like two months before the ordination. I'm like, hey. no pain. Goro, goro, goro. We start fighting. The place where he said, it's Durban's biggest mall there, Gateway. In the open, we're rumbling. He grabs my shirt off. Stomach, boing, out. Afterwards, I'm like, how could I do a thing like this? How could I fight? Guess why I fought? Not because I wanted to. It's because the stain was not dealt with. You see that? It's a stain on the emotion that is not dealt with. It's a bad emotion. So now the stain, what the stain does, you can do something to a person, yeah. They don't respond, yeah. They don't retaliate. You can do it, yeah. But eventually when it gets to the stain, guess what happens? The trigger kicks in. You know about that one? You know about the stain of sin? No. No. Don't know about the stain of sin. It's a point where you get to something you would not normally do. But if the situation presents itself, you will most likely do it. Something that is wrong. You would me, beloved. It's a stain. You're like, oh no, Pastor. We don't know about the stain of sin now. Listen, sin is dealt with there by the brazen altar. The stain of sin. The stain of sin is something that must be undone. It must be reset. The way we talk, the way we talk and the things we say is because of what has been stained in our lives. It's our default, you understand? You know what's the default? 
you say something and you don't know why you said it. Or, or we always say what the Lord wants us to say. I don't know. We don't have conflicts in our lives. We don't have arguments in our lives. We don't have tension in our lives. No. Hey, family. No stains here, pastor. Well, we, we, we must be. We, then, then, then we're in Canaan. If we don't have stains, if, if we don't have sins, then we're in Canaan. Ah, bring the promise then. Then the hands are clean. Because once the hands are clean and the feet are clean, the provision of God is a, not the provision, or the inheritance of God is a done thing. If we are in a position where like, what is the state? Which means there are things that are embedded that we don't even know exist. Your pastor, I know he stays. He's a beat up. I'll just beat up, I'll beat up. He gets to a point where you're like, just beat him up, beat up, beat him up. So you guys are way ahead of your pastor. You are way ahead. Do you ever think of, do you ever think of hitting somebody? None of us here. No? How? Here's the key, yeah? The key is to speak. If you hold it in the air and you don't say it, you miss your opportunity because you're afraid. None of us here have ever had a fight after we are saved. I'm asking. None of us have ever, hmm, sworn at somebody after we are saved. In church, now wait, I'm not talking about in church, I'm talking about outside here. Outside, not in church. No, in church I know we're good. None of us got a dirty mouth outside of church. No? I don't know, I don't know. Hey, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm shocked now, I'm like, hey. We don't have dirty mouths, not all the time. Listen, here's the thing, that this thing, it triggers itself based on an event. You know some people, they can see someone that looks like somebody else and immediately like, mm, I just don't know why I hate that person. For no reason. You meet me, you meet me, you're thinking of, mm, that guy, now you, you're associating me with the behavior of somebody else. Never ever, not you, eh? Not here. Not here. Not here. No conflict situations. You're not angry with nobody. Hey, you don't retaliate. Ho! Oh. You must know it. Because what needs to happen, that emotion needs to be reset. You see? So instead of doing X, you channel it. Mm. You do like the matrix. Mm. The wife, when she, sometimes she comes in the room, I mean, out of body experience, she loves because I'm like stiff, like, <laughs> like the matrix, you know, when they go in So a person needs to be reset. Your emotions need to be reset. You cannot get your mind right. You cannot renew the mind when the emotion is wrong. Yeah? So the emotion must be perfected. How does it get perfected? It must get washed. Water, as your pastor says, 
water, washing of the waters, washing of the waters. What are the waters? It's the word, it's the word, it's the word. It's the word of God, it's the word of God, it's the word. It's the, so what needs to happen then is this, right? I've got a situation, so I retaliated incorrectly. I know it's wrong, hey Lord, this thing is bad, but thank you, hey, you're protecting me, no damages, nothing, okay, the nail a little bit, uh, yeah, yeah. small, but it's fine, yeah? Now what needs to happen is, this thing needs to be reset. How do you reset it? You go to the word. Best place to go is to Jesus. Matthew chapter 5. Go and don't depend on the translator because these translators were Englishmen and Scottish in the year 18 something something. So sometimes when they translate, they don't translate it 100% correct. You get it? So when you go, when you go into Matthew, then you find, then you find that things like, like anger towards a brother. You know, anger towards a brother, not towards an a brother, which means there's something that you have against somebody that is in this confinement. Yeah? You have something. Don't even come with offerings. Offerings can't help you for that one. Offerings help you with your heart. Yeah, it's the emotion. The emotion is not, a, you, you, you know, you might. You know, you might. It's all right, but you're in church, but you might. My motion is not right. <laughs> so I have something against him. Right or wrong, doesn't matter. But I have some, something that might have happened years ago, but I have something against mine. But now, I need to transition. What I do, I come with the offering. The most offering can do to you, the man will say, go make right with so-and-so. No refund. Go make right with so-and-so. You get it? So you must make right first now. You cannot be in the same church and have ought with a brother or a sister. We're wasting our time, beloved. I chill. Your pastor won't mind me saying that. Relax. Don't bring your offerings. Go to the brother. It costs nothing. Whatever the brother does is his story. But you say, hey, brother, I have, there was something that happened that led me to believe in you such a whatever. And this thing is in me. It's hurting me. Rectify it with the brother. Fix it with the brother. Don't come with ifs. If I hurt you. If I hurt you, what do you mean if you hurt me? What are you coming here for? You either hurt someone or you never hurt. If I offended you, there's no such a thing as if I offended you. I offended you. I was wrong. And I spoke to brother Jerry about it too as well. Now what happens? The next brother now, they, there's nothing there. The seed is sown. Uh, what are we doing? You see that? So you got to fix that. I'm using the example of my dramatic one. But there are other ones that are very subtle. Emotions that are subtle. You know where you find it? You find it in Galatians chapter 5. Just before, chapter, uh, just before verse 22.
Let's check it out, yeah? This one, it'll be very hard for us to believe that it is so. Noah! You see, it says here in 19, it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lascivious. So you say, no, I'm not doing those things. We know that because that is sorted out where? At the brazen altar. External sin is sorted out at the brazen altar. But if so at home, I'm like open with this, so the elderly, please, this is not meant to, you know, you find that where people struggle, where people struggle, they struggle in the emotion with regard to these things. A man can be married, yeah? But emotionally, at night, he's not married. Serious story. A man can be married, but at night, he got some other wife there. And, lack of better words, his life, enjoying himself. Then, come to church. But you are lying. Dreams, as we know, are real. There's no thing that a dream is not real. The emotion is always in the dream. If you, if you look at all your dreams, you'll find that the dominant force in your dreams is emotion. A young man is not married. He want to be married. At night, at night, he's married. He's active. This is, I'm saying a young man, eh? but I'm, I'm saying a young man, but it's both ways. It's both ways. But it's easier to say a young man. I can't say a young lady. I say a young man, but ladies, you're in there too as well, yeah. The person is busy at night, and you think you're going to get the promise. You're wasting your time. Your emotion is set on something, which means possible during the day. You know the brethren. Me with the brethren, I watch. I watch because... Hi. A person must get to a place where you look purely at someone. My sister, my mother. Not my sister, but eesh. You, if you agreed with me early about the emotion, I was past this. But you looked at me like, ah. You see that? Uncleanness. Uncleanness, uncleanness, unclean things. You know the Bible? The Lord is not shy. When God speaks to Moses, he, hey, 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 hey. When God speaks to Moses, he's not talking about brother and sister only. He's talking about brother and brother. He's talking about brother and animal. He's talking about sister and animal. This is God from the Bible. So, when the Lord is preparing his people to enter Canaan, 
What he does, he comes down on the mount. Everybody can see the Lord. Manifestation, can they see him? The cloud, the thundering, they can all see what's happening. Moses is there. The, the people are like, hey, Moses, it's better for you to do this thing for us. We don't want this encounter. Which means they encountered God, they experienced God, they saw God, cloud, fire, glory on the tabernacle. They saw everything, miracles, they had it. Yeah? But when God is preparing the people to enter the promised land, guess what is the first thing he does? He appears and he gives commandments. Commandments, he gives laws. God. In Egypt, is God giving commandments? Is he giving laws? Which means, in Egypt, you don't need no Bible. That is why you can get a believer, a Christian, but they can't. Know. That one is a, an Egyptian Christian. Do they believe? They believe. They believe God. They believe. But they're in Egypt. They can't. The emotion is they are carnal. They'll pray, they'll dare, they'll do all of it. The music industry, shockingly, the musicians, if you like Christian artists, the chances are 90%, 90% are Egyptian, Egyptian, Egyptian Christians. Go to the studio, pa, they drink. They drink first to sing you this nice song you're dancing to. Oh. They drink first. Listen, they drug. I know what I'm talking about with this. 90 plus. The friend I have that does the music, he says, I don't respect none of them. He says, I'd rather work with you and your bad voice. <laughs> oh my gosh. He says, hey, no, man. We need to be spiritual. like, hey, these people who are here, ah, cha -cha. the ones you know that are all over on TV, keyboards and wow, there's he coming, drinking to the studio. Wow, this one is like this here. Egyptians. Egyptian Christians, yeah? Doing church is beautiful. We've learned that way as well. We come, we put the instrumental on, hallelujah, hallowed be the name of the Lord. We do that. We don't take our bad voice, then take an Egyptian with us, yeah? So, what the Lord does is that he gives laws, he gives commandments, and he gives statutes. Those that he gives, the people cannot enter kingdom life without the commandments of the Lord. They cannot. It's impossible. It's impossible. The detail, the detail, the detail in what the Lord says, it's shocking in the book of Exodus, in the book of Leviticus. I was saying to Peter that, hey, the Lord goes so detailed to say about shaving the beard. Because there's something that got to do with blood there, yeah? But the detail of the Lord, if the lady is having that occasion, even there, they must, they must come with offerings. Detail, detail, there's detail, there's detail in entering the promise of God. <clears throat> Coming out of Egypt, ah, what detail is they crying? Oh, no detail, it's just cry. But to transition into the promise that God gives you, there's detail. 
When we talking about these adult fornication, uncleanness, the services, idolatry, witchcraft, this is inwardly, inward, this is not externally. This is if it's on the inside. When I embrace this, when I embrace this, I said, ha. Oh, I embraced it. I would get like 10 dreams. 10 dreams a night. That's how messed up the emotion was. Not outwardly I'm cool. 10 dreams. I couldn't figure out why I'm getting these, these type of dreams. But we call them the nuts and bolts to tighten up areas. You see, that are out. 10 a night. Remember Debs? In one week, about 70, 70 dreams. I'm like, why? Ah, we're fixing up inside. We need to fix this vehicle here first so we can get it going to go. It's current state. We'll not make it. You'll see one giant. One giant will come your way. Way. You run. One giant will come your way. You run. So the emotion, witchcraft. Now, witchcraft. It's got a lot to do with medicine. When a person's emotion, emotion, emotion is fixed on medicine, wait, wait, you got a problem. You got a problem. See, I don't know anybody, that's why I'm good, like, who's taking medication? But your pastor probably knows. Me, I don't know. There's a problem. If, because, if your hope is inwardly that believe this thing can help you, The problem now is where? It's in the emotion. Faith is an emotion. So, the lack of faith means that the emotion is not right. If the emotion was right, you'd believe. But the emotion is not right. So your pastor got the tools to fix the emotion. He told me what to do. He never told me directly, he sent a message. Da 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 About uh, 48, 48 hours to 72 hours to reset did it one time oh I got a headache you got a headache we reset in there so the faith is you see how you start to get to the problem go behind first the man of God says that this thing needs to be reset 48 hours to 72 hours it's reset take off work you're going to work you got a problem. Take three days of work. Take two days of work. I'm fasting. I'm resetting. You, oh, I can't, I can't do it to the boss. What? You can't do it to the boss. You can't do it to the boss. Boss, I'm not well. You're allowed two days in the week, eh? By law, you're allowed two days in the week. Tuesday and Wednesday, not a Monday and a Friday. I'm not well. It's true. You're not well. I'm not well. Go. Don't come now on your reset. You're binging. No. Re so what you do is you reset the emotion. When that's done, now's the time to operate in faith. How can you believe when your hope, when your hope is in medicine? How can you believe? The man of God will pray for you now and then tomorrow you're going to go take the medication. Tonight, even you're going to be like, hey. <laughs> and you've, I'm saying that I'm in Devon, yeah? I'm in Devon. 
And I got the, the method. I never think about it. I said, okay, let me reset. Remember I said to you, I'm in this area I need to reset. I'm, I'm really out. My emotion is terrible. You see, well, well works with your emotions. Listen, there is no crime to get wealth. There's no crime. You see, when the Lord gives me these out-of-body experiences, yeah, some of them go long, some of them go short. The moment my emotions out, the thing is cut too short. In the last two days, two people that, are, that have died have come to me. And as they speak in, something happens. Like my emotion is like, hey, it stops. Yesterday, Debbie's sister came. As she was about to speak, hey, my emotion was not right. Guess what happened? The encounter ended. Which means that if the angel of the Lord comes, say, hey, listen, you need to do the following. What's the chances are, the chances are, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I, must be honest, I must be honest with myself. So what I need to do in this specific area, the other reset was for that. This reset now needs to be for what? It needs to be for this anxiety that I'm developing. I don't know out of where, but it's there. So reset. 48 hours, 72 hours, fast. Only on that. Right up. Don't see nobody. Don't, 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 don't. Just research yourself. No visuals, no nothing. Just reset. You get it, beloved. Because our emotional state needs to be washed, needs to be fixed, needs to be undone, needs to be reset. Medi Who would have thought medicine? You see, the thing is, what medicine does, it deals with the body, yeah? Can it deal with the soul? Where did the problem start? Yeah, so you find sometimes when a person passes on, when a person passes on, the surviving close ones, they get sick. Then, after they get sick, they go to the doctor. Is the doctor going to help your soul? Is the doctor going to help the problem? Why are you going there? Because the emotion not right. The emotion is dictating that everybody does this, so I do it. Everyone does this, I do it. Everyone does this, I do it. A while back, there was a word we received, yeah, that I received. Listen, you're too close with the brethren. You need to pull yourself apart. Because after church, we like all together till late 10 o'clock Sunday, till 10 in the evening. Every meeting is like that. So the word was, come inside. You're too much with them. I never listen. I never listen. <laughs> Guess what? I got slapped with five days. Five days of no sleep. Five days, five days, no sleep. The wife is here. Don't run for medication. What do you call this, uh, this tablet that knocks you out? Come on now. How, wow, wow, wow. You'll tell me what, what, what do you call that strong tablet? Say it. Yes, that strong one that they give you at the, at the pharmacy. Makes you, sends you into a cloud to you like zoom. It knocks you out. What's the name of it? But it's supposed to be for some, for sleep, to make you sleep, like hit you out. Some of you know, but you don't want to say, why, why are you being like that? Help me out here. <laughs> that sister knows it. What's the name of it? Oh, you got the other Pretoria one here. <laughs> it hits you out. You used it before? 
How's your shoulders? Lighter now. You see, you lighter. So now they say, "Hey, take this tablet. It'll help you sleep." No, this problem is not that. The problem is my disobedience. The problem is I cannot, I could not emotionally separate myself from the brethren. Could not. Hey, didn't argue, slut, yo. You remember that? I was slut hard. Five days, no sleep. Wake up in the morning, you find. At night, to know even the visions are just like all over. Your pastor comes. That vision you had, I'm like, I don't know which one you're talking about. I don't even remember them. You see? But what was wrong with me was my emotional attachment to people was priority over spending time with the Lord. And I could not separate it because all my life, it's a stain on my life. I'm always helping people. Always. There's the wife. I help people over the family. If I had a choice, reference fees for soccer or food for the house, guess what? Reference fees. Which means, this guy got a problem, but now he's ordained as a pastor. Does the problem just vanish? Go away. It can't go away. But it's there to be dealt with at a certain point. Can the Lord deal with such things in Egypt? He can't deal with it in Egypt. Just come out of there. Yeah, the wilderness, we fix you. We make you right. So, which means, in the wilderness, the transition period is where you're getting fixed. You must know you're faulty. There's no pers perfect person in the wilderness. You can pray like Holy Spirit tabernacle prays every Friday night. You can try, carry on. Pray can help you with this. How can pray help you? Lord, help me. Lord. It doesn't change. Something needs to be undone. And it is not prayer. Pray what is purpose. And you'll know it's one thing here you can pray. Hey, hey you'll pray here. Yo, oh. I think in the world, in the whole world, I nobody pray like you all. Yay, 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 Hey, find a church in the world that prays Friday night, Friday night. Oh, no, 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 no. Your pastor's knees, I'm like, hey, this guy was a domestic worker here. <laughs> I don't know. This guy, I'm like, hey. Bra I'm like, I'm like, Brazi, are you, are, are you not telling me something yet? I'm like, you're not joking, like, knobs here. When I go on the floor, I'm like, ah, he's like, Vida Neil Town, Vida Neil Town. I'm like, This guy, no matter the surface, part down, boom, tiles hard. <laughs> I'm even like, hey, should I kneel as well now? Uh uh, your business is your business. You can pray, yeah? You don't have a problem with prayer. But prayer don't get you into the promised land. It's got its purpose, it's got its role, but not to get you into the promised land. You see that? Now, when the person puts their hope, what about the arm of flesh? You know where you get your money from. Me, I get my money. You must be able to say with your mouth, no, 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 no. You say, no, hey, without my boss, where would I be? Without my boss, where would I be? Without this job. You see, a person says these things sometimes, not with their mouth, because we're not dealing with the mouth now. 
We're dealing with the emotion. So in, inside of you, pastors are like, the billions, the billions are here, the billions are here. Hallelujah, when you walk out. In, in, now inside is the problem when you're out. Inside is the problem. The billions are here, the billions. Listen, if the billions are here, this place, yes, they'll hear us from Devon, they yeah, you see. <laughs> the billions are here. Even change his voice. The billions, the billions, the billions are here, the billions are here. You see, because the issue is this. What is on the emotion? Where's the trust? Where's the hope? If any person leans on the arm of now, I know you're not saying it with your mouth. I know. But what does your emotion say? If the Lord says, hey, listen, that job no more from today. If the Lord says, don't initiate it, eh? We're not in that. Don't initiate. If the Lord says, stop it. What are you going to do? If the Lord says, stop now, stop. The emotion must be right, yeah? You know what you do? Do your research first. <laughs> Your pastor gave you the key. Reset. Go into reset mode. You see? Don't pray for 72 hours. Reset. 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 Good prayer, but reset first. You get it, beloved? See the others here. Envies, murders, drunkenness, rebellions, and of such like. Which means that all these things that are locked in the motion is what the Lord wants to help us with. Want to fix, yeah? Fix it up. Fix it up. In order for something to be fixed up, Vera, in the book of Numbers, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm like really, yo, 